Well, hey, Grace Bible, how are we doing today? Good. Man, I'm excited to be with you today. Um, just uh, share a little bit of my journey uh, with your pastor, Dave. Uh, man, I love Dave. Count him as a brother. Um, we, uh, about uh, five and a half years ago, I get a, get a call from Dave, Pastor Dave. Don't know who he is. We had just moved here, uh, drove uh, from the coast, from Port Loaca, Texas, to Killeen, Texas, um, and uh, we're starting a new church, and Dave said, hey, I have burritos in my office, you want to come eat with me? I'm like, burritos, yeah, that sounds pretty cool, let's come eat burritos together, so I hung out with Dave uh, for several hours, and, and it just turned into a whole afternoon event with Dave and myself, we have a real kindred spirit, and, uh, and so I love Dave, and I appreciate that he's given me this opportunity to come bring the word to you today. So um, if you have your Bibles this morning, which I hope you do, if you open to First Thessalonians, the, the cool thing uh, that we started to do um, several uh, weeks back is, as we were crafting this series is Dave and I sat down and we said, hey, why don't we do a series together? And so it's been exciting that the Journey Church has been able to walk through uh, this same journey uh, with you through Thessalonians. So the, the cool thing about Thessalonians is Paul doesn't mince words and he's, he's boiling it down to, to mainly one theme through the whole book. He's saying, how are you living as an authentic church? How are you living as a church that is destined for the kingdom of God? What does that look like in your life? And so I would ask you that this morning. What does that look like in your life? How are you living authentically for the return of Christ? We're going to be in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, beginning in, we're going to go verses 1 uh, through 11 this morning. And so once you get there, I would ask that you would stand with me this morning in honor of the reading of God's word um, as we read together. Um, what Paul says to the church at Thessalonians. And before we do that, let me just pray uh, that God would uh, honor the reading of this this morning. Father God, we thank you that you are the giver of life. And Father, I pray this morning that your word would be a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, and lead us on the way of righteousness that we might not sin against you. We love you, Father. And all God's people said, Amen. All right. And Paul writes, Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you, for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in the darkness, brothers. For that day to surprise you like a thief, for you are all children of the light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness, so then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet of hope and salvation, for God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whatever, whether we are awake or asleep, that we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. The reading of God's word. Would you be seated this morning? So, so consider this. 
Uh, I want to give us a why this morning, just in life. Why do we live this life? Why, why do we exist? Why are you here this morning? Why do you exist on this planet? I think more people in our culture and world today live in an indifferent state. It's like, well, there might be a God. There might not be a God. There might be an eternity. There might be a return of Christ. We're really not sure. And so they live in this state of, un, of indecision, basically. Well, many even who claim to be Christians sometimes can live in an indifferent state. And that, that's a scary place for us to be. Because to be indifferent means we know that Christ is returning, but we don't live our life like it. Our life, I mean, does it really affect how we live today? Does it affect how you live your life? Does it affect your marriage? Does it affect your job, your daily life? Well, what Paul is saying is that Christ is coming back, and so we better get ready. We better be ready for Christ's return. And so I, w- I want to give you an idea this morning about what it looks like, and I'm going to use this fancy gadget. I have no idea what it does. All right, there we go. So we have an authentic destiny, okay? You have an authentic destiny. That means the moment you become a new believer, the moment you have Jesus Christ Living in your life, you have a new destiny. So your destiny focuses and it shapes everything you do on this world. And to have a new destiny also means that we know that the day of the Lord is coming. And so I would like to share with you this morning that for us, that means we need to suit up. We need to be ready. I remember when we first started planning the Journey Church uh, a little over six years ago, it was about the time.